0: You have probably heard the word manifest and how we should manifest abundance into our lives, but you just don't know how to go about it or if even you're able to really do this regardless of your circumstances. Have you thought and ever wondered about this? Because you absolutely do have this power and you're capable of doing this and more. In today's episode, we have dived deep into this topic and as our guest always says, Choose yourself. You are listening to Her Dinero Matters, the podcast helping Latinas have increased confidence and control over their finances. My name is Jen Hempel, and as an accredited financial counselor, my mission is to help you be more confident and simplify your finances so you can save more, get out of debt quicker, and build your wealth. Before we jump into today's content, keep your ears peeled for a unique reveal I'll be sharing midway through the show. It's something special just for you. The essence of being human is to evolve, to expand, and to grow. And with that in mind, I encourage you not to lest your past dictate your present life. And I really mean that. Because we tend to do that and I am guilty as charged. I have done that as well. So you're not alone. And I want you to recognize that whatever goal you have at this moment, it can be achieved as long as you maintain a strong commitment to yourself. This is your host, Jen Hempel, and I appreciate you joining me today and your support as always for this podcast. Our guest today, Patricia abreu Logroño, will explain in a simple way how self-love limiting beliefs are connected not only to manifesting abundance but also to realizing that you are already abundant and a lot of us don't realize this. This episode is very powerful and I encourage you to be in a place where there aren't any distractions and you can really take it in and you can take in all the goodness of this conversation. Patricia's intention is to educate, inspire, and raise awareness about how important our self-love. She is a life and spiritual coach with an education major. She is an inspirational speaker, as you will see, and the podcast host of El Arte del Amor Propio. This is the type of episode that you will want to have a conversation with someone after listening to it, and that is the reason we have our community. More on that later, but for now, let's get this show started and meet Patricia. Patricia, bienvenida. I'm so thrilled to have you here. I know we connected recently. I'm just really impressed with everything that you're doing and all from La República Dominicana.
1: Welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Jen. I'm so excited to be here.
0: (laughs) Well, yes, and I'm excited to really get to know you more, even though I have a little bit a little bit of uh, knowledge about you, but we want to start with If you could just take us back in time to a moment in your life or something that you witnessed, something that you experienced, a conversation, whatever it may be, whether it was a little girl, a teenage years, whenever it was, that really impacted you, the way you view money to this day. So take us back to that moment in time.
1: I have actually two experiences that come to mind. Um, I don't remember which one happens first, but I know that they were around the same stage of life, you know, around the same years. So the... The first one was I started working with my aunt teaching as a teacher assistant in uh, the ballet studio where I danced. Um, The owner and the director was my aunt and she was like, hey, are you available for Saturday mornings? I would love to like train you to be a teacher um, and you can start off by helping out as an assistant Saturday mornings and I do need someone. And so it was kind of like my first job at only 14 years old. And I was like, yeah, for sure. And As soon as I stepped into the studio, I was like, this is something that I really want to do for the rest of my life, like educate and teach. You know, I got paid for that job. That was my first experience with money. And it felt so good to automatically connect my passions with something that felt bigger than me and my purpose with money, Um, especially coming from, you know, being raised by a single mom who at the moment, I was still watching her make the the ends meet for the day you know and it was like wow you know I have this beautiful opportunity and it I don't even know how I manifested that. So that was kind of like my first experience into getting a job and, and receiving money. And it was very healthy. It was very positive in that way. And what backed it up was that later on, after I received my first paycheck, I go to my mom and I'm like, mommy, I want to go to a salon. And she's like, well, didn't you just get paid? That's what your money is for. Like now... I cover all your, you know, like all your living expenses, but from now on your gusticos and the stuff that you want to do for yourself, you're going to start managing your own money. And I was like, oh, okay. And I I tell her to this day, like you created a monster because now I'm like so independent. (laughs) I don't know how to depend on anybody else with money, but it did connect me into this path of like, you know, independence, responsibility, awareness. And from that day on, it was like, you know, she handed me a phone and I was like, I want a better phone. And she was like, well, then you're going to do whatever you need to do to get a better phone. That's the phone that I'm giving you. And so I remember, for example, like selling the phone and being without a cell phone in the teenage years where, you know, smartphones were were becoming popular already and social media was becoming popular and i spent three four months without a phone because i was just working saving money up because i wanted an iphone and and you know that was another experience as well and for me it just taught me how whatever i want i can just go out there and manifest it and money is just something like a byproduct of it or like the means to an end and i've always been able to 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 move accordingly in terms of what I what it is that I want in my life so yeah
0: and I'm curious just you having you share that I'm curious to know because you mentioned two things you mentioned one you were offered this position that literally merged you it was a passion of yours and you were making money of it but two you also mentioned your mom a single mom that was making the end meet and ends meet would you say that with what she was doing it was also something she was passionate about or something she was just doing to make sure she took care of the family
1: yeah so it was a combination of both we're a family of we're artists in the family so my mom is a is a concert pianist um so she's already kind of like outside of the normal corporate structure yeah it was a combination of both so what she did was that she worked at the school where my brother and I studied it was an American school very good education it's a private school and she was working in the school as a music teacher so, so she was connected to her passion which is music But at the same time, she was in this job because otherwise she wouldn't have been able to afford such a good education for us. So everything that she did, she she always says that she tried to link how it was. She tried for it to be the best for us as her kids, but also like make sure that she was present with us. So we would all go together to school then we would all leave, and then in the afternoons she would be teaching piano lessons, or um, she would be working on TV channels as a news anchor or stuff like that. But regardless of her jobs, she could have she could have three or four, but it could never take away from the time that she had with us. And it was something that did have to align with her values because she understood that she was being a model for us in one way or another. So it I it was hard, but at the same time I feel like whatever you put out, you manifest. And she got lucky, you know, which I don't believe is luck, but she got lucky in the sense that she manifested the jobs that she needed to manifest to be able to get the nth me, but also be with her family, raise two children and also allow, for example, allow me to be able to step into um, a different kind of a path where I could make decisions from that level of flexibility and openness instead of survival, which is what she grew up in many ways.
0: Your mom is, Something else. I have to applaud yeah. <laughs> her. I love this because I know, you know, in talking to many people and not just on the podcast, not just in my, you know, in my networks, but just in general, family and friends and everything. I'm sure you tend to see the same thing where, you know, whatever life circumstances are handed to us, people tend to get stuck okay, I just got to do this job, make ends me, and they forget about their dreams. But your mom is a testament that she did not forget about her dreams. She kept on teaching piano, doing what it took, and even though she also had other jobs. And I really admire that because I wonder too, because I know you mentioned you didn't know how you manifested that first job, right? But I wonder how that's interconnected, especially with what you've achieved up to now right that always really fascinates me so thank you for sharing that that is such a beautiful story and really for you listening I want you to pay attention because if you're someone that has maybe been handed some really challenging uh, circumstances in your life and right now you're just doing the day-to-day going to work and just making sure you're taking care of business don't forget your dreams and find a way to make that work even you've heard Patricia's about Patricia's mom, and she was teaching piano lessons. So, what does that look like for you? I challenge you to do that because we just tend to forget about those dreams. And once we forget about those dreams, our life is not, I can't say it's sad, but it's not as enjoyable and fruitful. And we're not as we're not thriving like we could.
1: And I I need to say also, like, she had all of these jobs, but she was also running her own music school so I still don't know how she did that yes and until and how many children well it's always been a big school like she opened it uh when she was pregnant with me back in 94 and then it kind of like evolved but I remember that me being a baby um and she used to have it at home um we lived in a house and she had like in the backyard like this classroom where my aunt and her had like their after school activities and my aunt would teach English and then my mom would teach music and she had the first year 60 students you know and she was a 20 year old because she was a single mom really young but she had a successful music school right off the bat in that way and then she kind of like i feel like it was like a tetris uh situation happening over the years and now the music school has over 400 students here in the dominican republic and international because we do have students that are taking classes online um that leave the country and stay with us and they're they're so connected with with us and the community and you know that's a testament that you can whatever you put your mind to you can manifest and With my mom's determination and model, by the time my brother, who's seven years younger than me, was a junior in high school, she was actually able to quit the job at the school and actually afford to pay the last two school years and just like change her life completely because then she started just like doing whatever it was that she wanted with this newfound time that she had. So that is where I'm coming from. You know, that was that was who I looked up to. Um, and the most important part that you said, Jen is. Passion. Like, don't forget about your passions and your purpose, regardless of how hard a situation may be. If you believe it, it is up to you to claim it. And you know what I preach about in the self love journey? It's like you feeling and knowing that you are worthy of manifesting your dreams, regardless of your situations, regardless of your past. You can change that wheel of life of whatever it is that you've been experiencing so far and you can change it to a way that actually aligns to who you know you came here to be one way or another and what you came here to experience. And it is up to us individually. I have a hashtag that says, choose yourself and in Spanish it's empieza contigo because it's up to you to decide, you know, like it is your responsibility to decide whether or not you are brave enough and courageous enough because it's not easy. But, you know, to to claim that and to stand up for that and to to actually ask for it and work for it and show up for it so yeah
0: well i've give it up to your mom and single mom at that i love single moms there <laughs> I have so much respect. They're my sheroes. And now it makes everything is feeling like it's making sense in terms of like what you've accomplished, because I believe it stems from that. You know, I had heard your mom setting that path and setting the example and setting that, you know, she set a, an environment where there weren't limitations right? Uh, In terms of like your dreams and what you wanted to pursue. And I really love that. Now, you've mentioned manifest several times. And for the person listening right now, that maybe it's the first time they've heard that word, or maybe they heard it, but they really don't understand what does it mean to manifest?
1: Great question. So I believe we are creators. I'm going to start off answering that question with this quote by Deepak Chopra is, we're spiritual beings having a human experience. And for me, what that means is that we are creators, we came here, our nature is to evolve, expand, grow. And through that evolution, through that expansion, we are meant to create our realities. We are not meant to just come here and receive whatever it is that the world puts forth we are meant to be a source of something different of something else or whatever it is that sparks our soul and put it out there one way or another and that's what that's why i talk about the self-love journey because you know you need to be in touch of who you are as a as an essence as a spirit as a soul on this planet you know in order to be able to actually take responsibility of whatever it is that that means and put it forth out there whatever talents and gifts you you have, you know, whatever that means. And so manifest is just kind of like the byproduct of you, for me, what I've experienced. It's just a byproduct of when you start honoring your journey, when you start honoring yourself, when you start asking for that, you know, that is of your highest self, highest timeline, deserving of, you're going to start manifesting, which is basically bringing into your life, whatever it is that you need to continue honoring that, right? So we are also, because we are spiritual beings, we are vibrating at a certain frequency. It's kind of like the radio frequencies, right? If you tune into 88.9, that's what, that's the station that you're going to be listening to. If you tune into 100.1, then that's the station that you're going to be listening to. And I use as a, as an example because we also have emit energy. We also emit frequencies. And when you connect to the frequency of love, of who you are, of the true essence of who you are, then you are gonna start manifesting into your life everything that you need, everything that is aligned with what you came here to do, everything that's connected to your soul's divine. Purpose and and that will be tied to your passions. That will be tied to your hobbies. That will be tied to your true worthiness, which is much more abundant than we allow ourselves to believe. Um, and that will be tied to everything else that is hitting under there that we just tuck it inwards for whatever the reason and and it will you'll see how it comes forth. But we need to allow ourselves to connect.
0: Ready to transform your financial life with ease and confidence? Discover the Her Dinetto Matters Money Planner, your ultimate digital tool for simplifying money management with its unique blend of psychological insights and practical budgeting tools. This planner is not just about tracking expenses, but about rewriting your money story. Whether you're aiming for big financial goals or everyday financial wellness, this planner is your personalized guide to simplify your money management and elevate your confidence. Download your copy today by visiting jenhemphill.com forward slash planner for more details and even get a sneak peek inside. Use the code REINA at checkout for 10% off with that so what do you think blocks us from that true worth that you 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 spoke of because from what i'm hearing and understanding is with that you know valuing and understanding that true worth comes that's what's like the basis for manifestation right so what do you think blocks us what are what are some examples of things that blocks us from really understanding and having appreciation of that true worth
1: um our limiting beliefs Part of our social human nature is to become or wanting to feel a part of a collective, right? Part, wanting to feel a part of something bigger than us. And what's bigger than us that's direct and and right there that we can see, feel, and, and experience is society. It's the, the culture and the community that we belong to, right? As a collective, we tend to have limiting beliefs in the sense that we need to work harder to gain what to earn more money. We need to put in more effort to receive better results. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with that, but that's not really our true nature. Our true nature is that we came here to be the greatest expression of who we are. And from that being with capital B, we will manifest whatever it is that we need to manifest. Like, man created money, right? And that in itself creates a limiting belief because of how the system works. But then I use that context because the next step would be for you to become self aware. How is society and the community influencing my beliefs in terms of who I am and what I do and how I do what I do, right? If you recognize what are the patterns, like even, for example, we were talking about my mom and how I was brought up, right? There are a lot of things that she could have Presented to me as limiting beliefs because of the lack that she experienced and yet because she had an abundance mindset I never had those limiting beliefs and look at how I manifested a job at 14 years old right so that seeps through look at the importance of how an external circumstances influence your understanding of what it is. So what I would ask people to do is ask yourself what is your definition of abundance. How do you define abundance? How connected do you feel to abundance? Do you feel abundant? Why do you feel abundant if you do? If you don't feel abundant, why don't you feel abundant? And I'm, abundance has nothing to do with how much money you have in the bank. Abundance is learning how to recognize the abundance <laughs> valga la that you have in your life, which is you have health, you have your body, you have your family, you have your home, you have this space. The fact that you're listening to this podcast right now means that you have a phone that you can communicate with your loved ones with, that you have Wi-Fi, that you're connected to a bigger world other than yourself. Look, that abundance, you know, the ability to see things that are in your life that can easily be taken for granted. And from there, you're going to be able to see how how many limiting beliefs you have around money. And from there, start actually paving the way in terms of like, oh, maybe I don't have to work 20 hours a day because I know people who work 20 hours a day, which is crazy. Maybe I don't have to do this. Maybe I can't. I deserve to spend time with my family on the weekends. And it's kind of like, you know, that introspection, self-awareness process so that you can write down, oh these are my limiting beliefs and the limiting beliefs is anything that you believe to be true that limits you from being your highest and best self and work your way out of there it's not easy but it is simple as soon as you see it
0: i really love how you have you know you're asking us to question what you know what how do we define abundance and why and all that that is such a powerful exercise i think that i don't think i've heard of or at least in that or maybe i heard it and maybe in a different way <laughs> and it's just clicking in a different way to me i really really like i uh, really really like that now because awareness is very, very important, especially with the limiting beliefs. What would you say, because uh, I have some other questions, but just briefly, what would you say is like one step that you can take once you've identified your limiting beliefs? What is that next step that you can take to uh, negate or uh, heal or just shatter you know just shatter those limiting beliefs? Because we have to remember that she's saying a limiting belief. It's not a fact. It is a belief and there's a clear distinction between a fact and a belief. So let me know, what is that next step that we should take?
1: The next step that I would recommend you try is um, you can do one of the two or you can do both in whatever order resonates for you and is challenge it mentally. Act as a part of yourself that believes this belief and ask yourself, why do you believe this belief? Where is that belief coming from? Who told you that? Or what experience in life made you believe that? Um, validate that and then access that part of yourself that's kind of like your higher self and challenge it. Ask that other version of you, you know, like, is it really true? How can you find new evidence for it to be different, for this belief to be torn down? Truly challenge it. Have a debate with yourself. And if you have to write down one page as your yourself you know in terms of what this belief is and then another page with and connecting with your higher self challenging that belief and you can do that however that works best for you but you can do that also i would recommend read books listen to podcasts of people that challenge your belief that can present to you some way um or some in different perspective facts or experiences that would make you or help you challenge that belief that you have right now. So those two things. What I did was um, I would read a lot of books regarding the topic, regarding the subject, and then I would be constantly challenging my belief and my own top thought process in my life. And it, it would be difficult. It would be difficult for me to let go, but I would just be patient with my process. And then whenever I felt ready, the next step was taking steps, small steps into that direction of transcending that limiting belief. So let's say that I have a limiting belief that I need to work Saturdays because Monday to Friday is not enough time, right? So Saturdays I associate with uh, with working and I work a normal schedule. Let's say 9 to 4 p.m. I can start by, you know what, this Saturday, I'm not going to work, work till 4. I'm going to work till 2 p.m. So I have two new hours that I can add, and those two hours I can dedicate to rewiring my relationship with work, productivity, and life balance, the life balance that I want to manifest. So something very simple. But very life-changing
0: and one thing that you mentioned that just briefly is you mentioned writing and i want to just highlight that that is you do this you write this for clarity and what other reason what, no- what, what do you in your opinion what is another reason why you should do this in writing versus just kind of thinking through it in your head
1: because when you put it in writing you see it in black and white and also i need to say something Write. it should be handwritten it's much better than typed Because there are so many more neural connections and pathways happening when you're physically writing it on a piece of paper with like the hand movement, you're more connected and like what the information is going to be coming through is going to be way more purposeful as well for you. And the exercise will be so much more powerful. So yes, definitely. And again, when you go back and read it again, it's going to, it can shock you. Whatever you see on that page can shock you. So be prepared for that. But that is part of the process.
0: And I wanted to bring that up because that is something I've battled. <laughs> I'm not writing any of this. I can think through it. <laughs> Uh, so I wanted to make sure that I brought that up. And I also love that you mentioned to read, listen to podcasts that challenge your belief. That is powerful. And speaking of podcasts, you have one that's called El Arte del Amor Propio. You also mentioned the self-love. So talk to me about self-love. How do you define self-love? And why, why should we be paying attention in terms of why should we be practicing self-love?
1: For me, self-love is the honoring of the self. I feel like today's like society's pace is designed in a way that you don't ha- you you end up having no time for yourself, you end up having no time to think about yourself, your life, your dreams, your passions, your family, the things that are really important and we get stuck on, on this hamster wheel of what it is that we need to do or what we believe that we need to do showing up for other people, showing up for our, the companies that we work for, you know, and I don't feel like that's where we should be headed as a humanity. I feel like we deserve so much more. Like we deserve to be vibrating on a higher frequency of love and work is just a byproduct of the fact that we need money to exist because of the system, right? But it 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 is up to us to bring ourselves back to who we really are, to our present self and what I preach is the self-love journey, which is that coming back to the self, that remembering who you are, that reconnecting. We are mind, body, and soul. Whatever, however that shows up for you, you know, is every day being aware, self-aware enough to remember, I need to take care of myself or I want to honor myself today. How do I want to do this? And ask you know, and and knowing what it means for you to honor yourself, your body, which is your physical vessel in this world, your mind, which is with what you create, everything that you do, and your soul, which is the essence of who you are. And we forget about the soul. We are so stuck in our minds that we also mistreat our bodies. So it's the self-love journey is about honoring that triangle of life in yourself for yourself. It's kind of like that spiral inwards towards the heart. So that's how I would define self-love.
0: I love that. I love that. Love that. And I believe and I want to hear from you in terms of course, this is Hurting uh, Little Matters is a podcast about money. I, I want to hear from you in terms of how does that self love and amor propio? How does that influence your finances, whether it's making more whether it's uh, really not feeling that overwhelming managing it because there's so many factors and emotions when it comes to money. So I want to hear from you on that.
1: Yeah, so there are, I could really go into the subject, but I will tap into like the main things that are coming right now um, to my mind that are related. And then everybody can go into it, however that looks like for them. So first of all, self-esteem and self-worth, we all struggle with that. And at the end of the day, if you don't feel worthy of receiving abundance, how do you expect to manifest abundance in your life you know and when we're talking about money money is a byproduct of that energetic relationship that we have with abundance you know it's like it's it's literally connected so that would be the same the the first thing if if you don't know what you are worth if you don't know how in your life it is important for you to set up boundaries to protect yourself to claim your space to know that you are worthy as a human being then you won't be able to go into further steps ahead of I am abundant and I am deserving of whatever it is that you want to manifest in your life you know so it's kind of like that connection that path The self esteem as well. It's like, you know, if you want nicer clothes, you need to feel confident in your body. You can go ahead and buy the most expensive brands, but if you don't feel confident in your own skin, there's no outfit that could ever make up for that gap of self esteem boost that you would need to actually feel good in that outfit. You know, it's fake it till you make it doesn't work here. And one, uh, another thing that I would like to add up there is, emotions. Emotions is our emotions, our energy, our energetic frequencies. If we are constantly in a depressed mood or in a dejected mood, kind of like in the lower frequency, then we won't be manifesting higher frequency things into our lives. And money and abundance is higher frequency, right? Is direct. It can be directly connected to love, but if it's not connected to love in your mind, then you can see where there is a limiting belief for you there, and that's where your healing starts. That's where your process starts in terms of healing that paving the way so that you can actually manifest um that abundance into your life so again self esteem self-worth and your emotional um how would you say your emotion, emotional status uh percent of the time in your life you need to feel good you should feel good in your life you're deserving of feeling good but feeling good should not be a byproduct of external situations and that's what people confuse sometimes it should be an internal process and that's also where the self love journey comes again it's like it is your responsibility to to feel good and trust me when you start feeling good you're going to start manifesting everything that you want to manifest
0: this has been so powerful patricia i really appreciate you being on here i've learned from you even though i love these types of talks and and this is this is not my area but i love these t- conversations cuz i always take away you know Uh, something else. And so keep doing what you're doing. I appreciate you appreciate what you're doing just for the community for just people in general that want to really have more self love really tune into themselves like you talked about and really whether you call it healing or 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 growing, or evolving. Uh, so you're happy from within versus, like you said, those external factors. So thank you so much, Patricia. Keep doing the great job that you're doing. And I appreciate you being here.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me. This was re- a really great conversation. Thank you.
0: You see, te dije, ya te lo dije. I told you this was a powerful conversation. Today, we learned that self-love is deeply connected to manifesting abundance. When we practice self-love, we inherently cultivate self-respect, self-acceptance, and confidence, which in turn attracts positive energy and opportunities. This emotional alignment enables us to believe in our capabilities and worthiness, allowing us to set intentions and visualize our desires, which in turn helps us manifest abundance in various facets of life, like relationships, career growth, and personal happiness. As we maintain a healthy relationship with ourselves through self-care and nurturing habits we create an atmosphere conducive to attracting prosperity and success. And when you align with your passions, everything flows better easily, right? Always remember that the power to change your life is more expansive and rewarding, and it's one that is in your hands. You can connect more with our guest, Patricia Abreu, at elarte del amor propio.com. Of course, I, instead of spelling all of that out, I'm going to instead link that up. Up in today's show notes as always. If you have some thoughts that you want to get out, because especially after listening to this episode, you aren't the only one. I'm going to be sharing with you my favorite takeaway of this episode in our community. If you want to learn what that is specifically and share yours as well, join our community over at jenhemphill.com forward slash community. That is jenhemphill.com forward slash community. As for next week, I want you to think about this. What would your life be like at this very moment if you knew you had financial security? That's the topic of next week where our guest Ramona Sedeño talks to us about this in more depth. So don't miss it. Buena pues, that is everything. Thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to tune into this podcast, to tune into this show. You can check out the show notes over at jenhemphill.com forward slash 348. That is jenhemphill.com forward slash 348. Remember that being the reina of your money starts now simply by claiming it. I believe in you and so should you. Nos hablaremos el próximo jueves. Chao.